What's up, crew? Welcome back to another awesome episode of Friday Night Banter. We're your host, AP. And I'm Captain Shake and Bake. Happy Friday. Apparently, I'm with the wrestler again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere. I like him. He's fun. Uh, yeah, happy Friday. We have, uh, I hope everyone's doing okay. We have a special guest this weekend. Shake and Bake, you want to introduce her? Yes, we have our special guest, La Vida Loca. Living La Vida Loca. For today's episode, you want to say hi to the uh, crew? Hi, crew. All right, if you're ready to get into it, let's start the drinks. Yes, so not only do you have a drink that I bought you, I have a drink that you bought me. I thought you brewed this. And what? I thought you brewed that. No, I went to the jungles <laughs> over this past week. Yes, you did. And what did I get you? You got me a sipping Tropical Sour. It is from Odell Brewing, Fort Collins, Colorado. Brewing. It's brewing. Hang on, give me a sec. Give me a sec. Where is the fucking percentage on this bitch? It's uh, a secret. It's kind of like our brew. It's a 4.5. It's like our brew. It's yeah. a secret. Yep. Slow down, unwind, and come hang out for a while with Sippin' Tropical, a delectably sour ale packed with pineapple. Pineapple. <laughs> I, this whole season, I'm going to have nothing but fucking pineapples for you. It is going to be my goal this season to buy, find nothing but a beer with pineapple. It's just, I'm going to say it, you're just going to start laughing. <laughs> so, I don't know um, why the pineapple gets me. So, uh, packed with pineapple, passion fruit, and tangerine, and balanced by a touch of Himalayan pink salt. Pink sea salt, sorry. Uh, vacation vibes included in every sip. Enjoy there you go. See, we're still on vacay, baby. Yeah, we are. Um, who picked up La Vida Loca's drink? Yes, so I also picked up a drink for La Vida Loca. Oh, buy one, so, get one. La Vida Loca, do you want to go ahead and tell us what kind of drink you got there? Yeah, tell us what you got. Yo tengo un dry dock brewing blood orange blonde. Um, it is a 5.2. Where's so how do you say dry dock in Spanish? No sé. <laughs> <laughs> Tamale. <laughs> Funny story. Uh-oh. <laughs> I think, did I bring this up on uh, previously on Friday Night Banter? Uh, watching Shrek in Spanish? Uh, yes, when he says... Uh, uh, have I the- brought it up on the episode, though? No, I don't think you have. Okay, so I was so intrigued on how... Donkey says waffles in Spanish that I watched Shrek in Spanish with my uh, in-laws. I think we were all watching it because I asked them, too. I was like, how do you say waffles in Spanish? They were like, I don't I don't know. I don't think you like pan, like like just like bread or something. So I was like, oh, my God. So let's watch uh, Shrek in Spanish. You got to the part. So mañana está tamales. (laughs) Bitch changed it to tamales. (laughs) Well, you know Mexicans don't make waffles. That's a that's not a thing in, in Mexican tradition. Is this true? That's true. Yeah, so they don't have a word for something that they don't make. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and you know they change uh the dialect of almost every movie according to uh the locals. I I guess in which um like country you're in. The locals that are like in the forest? Yeah, sure, in the tropical forest. Like um, the local the local ogres, honeys, yeah, honeybees. Uh, for example, Captain America, uh, Winter Soldier has a list of things that he is, you know, he'll put on the list, and every country has a different list according to uh, where they're showing it. 
Uh, so London would have like instead of listening to um, what he was uh, Marvin Gaye, it was like you got to look at the Beatles and stuff like that. You know? Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. No, I did not know that. Well, the more you know. Yes, one to grow on. <laughs> All right, <laughs> fucking uh, GI Joe. <laughs> I summoned you a drink. Hang you on. You did. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. There it is. <laughs> Electric mayhem. <laughs> it's a Heffenweizen. Oh, I said it right. You said I it could right. Fucking read. Wow. Heffenweizen. I, I don't know why I went that way. <laughs> Heffenweizen. Nope. Nope. Go nope, for it. No. Nope, nope, entire. Nope. Go for it. Nope. Still. Send it. Still fucking Mexican. Heffenweizen. <laughs> <laughs> Heffenweizen. <laughs> <laughs> it's a electric mayhem. <laughs> Horse and Dragon Brewing Company. Uh, let's see. Oh, this gives the address. It's in Fort Collins. Oh, interesting. Why'd you get this one for me? With a hazy golden color topped by a frothy cap of foam, the Heffenweizen <laughs> tastes as delicious as it looks. A breedy? Bready. Bready aromas gives away a fruity sweetness and hints of spice that come together. God damn, it's a fucking book. Um, and medium bodied brew with dry spritzes finishes enjoyable on its own. <sighs> I'm fucking tired. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, seriously. Come on, 5.4 percent. Uh, great partner to almost any food. This beer will leave you refreshed and ready for another. I'm not finding why you got this one for me. Oh, I, it just looks special. Motherfucker. <laughs> I don't you know what me, you're looking for. You made me read this whole thing. <laughs> I was looking for like the twist. No one made you do anything, Shake it You watched, did it your own self. I watched this whole movie <laughs> and not one no, you fucking read, twist. You, you read the whole script. I sure did. <laughs> there, nothing? No. Oh. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> so sad. I don't know why you gave me I this. I wish I had an animal to make me happy. Oh, we'll get to that, buddy. Yeah. Um. All right, let's open these guys up. That's what two beers sound like popping at the same time. I was just about to say, it's like... Waiting for each door to close in the in a vehicle. It's like an orchestra. Yeah, boom, 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 and then. Mm-hmm. Tss, tss, tss. Yes. Yep. Cheers. Salut. It doesn't even have a smell. <sighs> Almost smells like beans. <laughs> well, you are a you are. This a bean. one's not as good as the one at Mesh Lab. Me- oh, Mesh Lab, huh? Uh, it's kind of tastes like beans. It uh, does. It tastes like it's weird. It tastes almost like pinto beans, like fresh pinto beans. Try it. Yes, watch. <laughs> yeah, it tastes like beans. Right. It's like almost like they took the fucking water from the beans. <laughs> the pinto beans and fucking ran it through a sock, dude. And this is what you get. No one's ours ever... is gonna taste better than this. <laughs> no one's ever done that before. <laughs> oh, let me try it. Yeah, you need to taste. I'm not kidding, dude. Smell it first, then fucking taste it. Tu mama frijoles. 
I can't smell anything. Oh no, I got the vid. Yeah, no, I'm telling you, it doesn't know. have a smell, but that's kind of what I what I thought it was when I smelled it at first. I was like, it doesn't have a smell. And then I'm like, wait a minute, that's weird. It smells like fucking pinto beans. I was that's, electrified. That's the malt. No, it's pinto beans. No, it's malt. No, it's pinto beans. Uh, it's definitely the malt. And it's definitely it's, pinto. It's got a, a yeasty flavor. Mm, beans. Mm. <laughs> what would you pair this with? Fucking tortilla. A fucking tortilla. You mean a toma- uh, tamale? No, tortilla. Or tacos? Fucking tacos. Taco, taco, taco. <laughs> All right. Uh, carne asada. Mine, mine oh. was... Ooh, carne asada. Carne asada, yeah. La vida loca comes in with the carne asada. <laughs> the carne. Yeah, I like that carne. Uh, <laughs> Good God. <laughs> uh, I will say, Shake Bake, this is a lot better than that... Um, Guavo shit that you gave Gua- me last, I, I, last episode. The guava. Previously, I wish I tried it. Do you want to tell them about previously on Friday Night Banter? Previously on Friday Night Banter. AP drank pineapple guava. It was a sour drink. Who made it again? Where did I get it from? Uh, the fuck if I know. It was pineapple guava Max Line. Max Line. I almost got you another Max Line today. Well, I prefer, you know, nothing that sucks. <laughs> like a fucking can of pinto beans. Hey, <laughs> hey, that's both of our first time. Okay, <laughs> we, you didn't try this before you gave it to not. me. Absolutely not. No, why would I try the a, one drink you didn't why I, try? That's why I give Bail. it to you. I give it to you so we could both try. I'm gonna have to drink this. I hope you enjoy. Same with our. So our, were you? Were you kind of in the words of Bilbo? Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's um, horse and dragon. I was gonna give you left hand again. I love giving you the left I hand. I almost gave you a left hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, it was between a handful of, of beer, and I was like, I like all these except this one. I've never tried this one, so I'll give it to him. Yeah, well, I wouldn't try it. I've given you so many beers. I've, ne- I've like, given you what was so that one? much, and you take and take and take and never give. You're never appreciative. Speaking of that, <laughs> why don't you tell the people about today's episode? Oh, yeah, of course. I was encountered uh, by a question, and it caught us a little off guard because no one really understands. Um, I called my dog my daughter and kind of t- describing her to uh, a family friend and one of, you know, a peer of mine. <laughs> uh, he asked, why, why do you call her your daughter? And I was like, well, I treat her like such. And he says, that's so weird. Like, he just, I don't think he really grasped the concept of uh, how much I loved my dog. And so it sparked up a great discussion. It, uh, Brought us this podcast to you. Uh, Hume yeah, because Love. you brought it up to uh, uh, me, yes. us, on uh, game night. You brought it up. Yeah, I was uh, like, hey, you know, this is something that happened today. I wonder. I, I just want to get your guys' interpretation. Yeah, and you wanted to give our take. Um, and we had a variety of people on the game night, uh, those that are really attached to animals, those that are not. But it was a, it was a very valid point. Um, well, I wouldn't say valid point, but it was, it was a good conversation piece. Absolutely. And that is why we have our special guest, uh, La Vida Loca, because she works in the industry uh, with people that bring their animals to their clinic um, to be looked at. So she sees a variety of people um, as well. So we thought it'd be good good to get good, good, very good fucking beans. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's 
bringing out the Mexican in it you. It is. It'd be good to bring uh, another perspective, um, someone else's perspective that deals with it on a regular basis. Yeah. So, La Vida Loca, give us your take. Yeah. I mean, most of the clients that come into my office um, do treat their pets as family members. They're like a part of their family, but there are a select few that treat them more as... Um, an, an item or... Um, an accessory? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. I never thought of... I never thought of that as a person seeing them as just an item. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a car or a uh, motorcycle. Of course, I'm going to throw that out there. <laughs> but you treat, but, a, but you, a vehicle you, to bring in to be looked at and, yeah. and just taken care of. Yeah, get the oil changed, tires rotated. Uh, I would say you treat your bike the same way I would treat you know my dog. You know, you take very good care of her and uh, anything that happens, you're just like, oh my God, are you okay? Is everything fine? But that's just the thing. Do you think that's kind of weird for people to do or or what? I mean, I think personally that mm-hmm. it's not odd at all. I think that the animal gives affection as you give affection. So there's definitely an attachment there. Sure. More so than I would say an inanimate object. You know, the inanimate object isn't going to necessarily give you affection back. So how do you how do you take it when people come up to you and say, why do you treat your dog so so fancy? Why are you spoiling them? What do you, What do you say to that? I just say they're like my child. Yeah. That, that, yeah. It's either they understand it or they don't. And if they don't, it's just, it is what it is. And that's what I brought up as well. I said, you know, it's just one of those things that you don't try to understand. You just kind of let it be. Because the more you dig, the more argumentative it might become or the more uncomfortable you might make the group. <laughs> um, it definitely happened, but I, it's it's all it's all in the uh, eyes is of the beauty. It- Shake and bake. You, shake it? and bake. You're just trying to stir the pot, aren't you? You're just, <laughs> just trying to stir the pot. So let me put it this way. Um, you two have children. Yes, you're married to one of them. Do you love your children more than you loved your dogs when you had uh, your, your tribe of boxers? A different type of affection, I would say. Um, you know, a child. That's a nice way of saying <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's different because as a child, your goal, when you have a child, your goal is for them, you know, to raise them, teach them how to take care of themselves, how to be polite, how to, you know, similar what you would do with an animal or a dog or a cat. Similar, yeah. But the animal gives you unconditional affection. There's no tamp- temper tantrums or things like that. that I fucking you have hate to deal you. With. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Or teenage years or stuff like that. You don't go through the ring. Have you met Zola? <laughs> Zola's my dog. I'm just yeah. saying, have you met Zola? She, what do you mean no temper tantrums? She gives attitude when you don't give her attention. and Like all the time? All the time. All the time. <laughs> and that's my fault. I... It's 100% my fault. I take responsibility. But when we do care for her here, she doesn't throw the temper. No, absolutely not. She knows that she comes second. Nope. She co- Wait. <laughs> she doesn't. I think it's just different. It's like uh, even with the grandkids. When we're watching the grandkids, they basically, they'll try and do some things that they, they're not supposed to, but they we kind of lock it down. Like they are totally different without their parents. When the parents yeah. are around, they lose their shit. I agree. You know, that's just like all kids. They're around their parents, they lose their shit. 
But as long as they behave in public or around other people, if they're watching yeah. them, then that's fine. Yeah. They're they're okay, you know. And I think the love, like uh, La Vida Loca said, you know, it's unconditional. Mm-hmm. And I think, I don't know, people understand. I think it's hard for people to understand the relationship if they don't have one with an animal. Like, again, like Loca said, an object. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, I have kids. Now I'm just going to go get a fucking puppy. And then, you know. Because the kids want a puppy. Because it's mass chaos and you throw a fucking dog involved in mm-hmm. it, right? So mm-hmm. it's like, but now it's not the kids. It's just another toy where, you know, people that all they have is an animal or a dog or a cat, um, it's different because that is, like you said, their child. That's that's where you give all your love and affection mm-hmm. to, and that animal loves you back. 100%. I can't imagine. Well, Zola loves all people, and especially new people. She, she just is very overwhelming at times, and those are just things that we... She was such a tough puppy. I will say that uh, in the beginning, I hated her, it was uh, a, a very tedious relationship. There were a lot of midnight phone calls and tears shed. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It was basically taking care of uh, a newborn baby. Like you had to wake up in the middle of the night, take it out potty. But in this case, uh, for a person who has a baby, you change the diaper or, you know, care for it to go back to sleep. Ours is I have to go fucking outside and walk it until it shits or pisses. And then we go back inside it plays for a little bit and then it's out. And then finally I'll get some sleep. And then the next day, all over again. Um so enjoy the comfort of your own home, adults with babies. Uh we have to go outside in the rain, snow. There's and... no nothing comfortable with babies. <laughs> okay, you, yeah. Whether explain. in your own home, yeah, go ahead. Or not. I mean, but the babies will wake you up throughout the nights. Uh they get sick, they scream nonstop. Mm-hmm. Where you know, sometimes the dog, it'll get sick and then puke and diarrhea, but it tries to manage its own. Does it? She didn't. Zola's a different fucking breed. God, she was barking and God, she's shit a different would come breed. out. <laughs> yeah, she is dog. a different breed. Totally I remember breed. my wife uh, called you guys because she was just terrible. And was that the crying that you're talking about? Yes. We had the time where like, do we even want, is it worth the $400 that we put down? Can we just return her? And I was like, oh, man. Parents think the same thing. Can but you, we just return them? But you can't. It's <laughs> tough. And as. Oh, Loka got like scared because one day I was trying to shove that kid back. Uh, <laughs> a 14 year old. I'm trying get to back re- in there. I'm trying to return this. <laughs> Where's the receipt? Oh, that's What do you funny. mean it's past 90 days? <laughs> it's past 90 days. Oh, man. Um. But yeah, I I think it's hard. I I don't know. I think for us it surrounds our we surround ourselves with people that understand the the love for a dog. Now, I'm not a cat person. Cats are And so I don't and know how cat people are with theirs. So like when this conversation comes up a lot, it comes up a lot around dog owners. Um with their for me, it's like I, I, I'm surrounded with a lot of dog owners and it is a family member. Um, I wouldn't, even, I mean, they say it's like their kid, but it really is a family member. And, and I think when you 
when you have an animal that depends on you um, and gives you love and wants to be nothing but around you, um, for me, that you should show that love back. But sometimes as human beings, we get distracted and we do our own things. Um, and from a child's perspective, right, if you ever talk to grown-up adults and kids how they weren't given that love. Like, oh, I didn't feel like my parents loved me or my, my dad didn't love me because we didn't do this or we didn't do that, right? Daddy wasn't there. Yeah, take them to the fair. But if you don't walk your dog for weeks at a time, it's not hurting their feelings. Absolutely they still not. love you. Yeah. Right? They don't hold that against you. Where a child later on, psychologically, somehow that fucked them up. Yeah. And for for an animal, they don't. And I think also, don't get emotional, AP, we only have so much time with our animals. Mm-hmm. It is a very short time. And in that oh, time, the, the way they fill your heart mm. is just fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. And I think when you, some people don't give it that time to, to understand. <clears throat> It's okay. It's, just, good. it's okay. You'll be all right. Just thinking about Zola. Like, like before I told you guys, like I hated her. And now I'm about to shed some tears about losing her. So it's it is tough. And you you gain that um that trust with the dog by taking them out, going potty, it, taking them on walks, training them. And God, we did a lot of training. And I'm sure, you know, people have to do with their kids, potty training, uh, learning to do math and you know stuff you know like you said what the fuck did you teach zola math no i'm talking about human kids <laughs> i don't have to worry about that shit with zola she just has to count how many fucking kibbles she has in her in her bowl <laughs> yeah but you know that's kind of part of of the difference in like having a a child mm-hmm. versus an animal right you're you're teaching a child and you're watching their brain grow and absorb things and it is a beautiful thing to watch absolutely uh, i can i i can't imagine how you guys see that growing up and like a child blossoming into a a, a grown person an adult yeah but the animals just always nothing but love that's, yeah that's all yeah the, i come the minute I come home, you walk in the door yeah i come home and zola's already shaking her butt so excited and and giving me kisses and stuff so let me ask you this from a human's perspective right um, oh okay yeah so you want to transition because the title of this is human love versus pet love exactly here's a question to the crew to to us um here um what so genetically, right? So you say, don't call him my son, don't call him my daughter, right? Um, what, why? Like, why is that a problem, right? So is it because genetically you produced it? Sperm, mm-hmm. egg, yep. right? Mm-hmm. So genetically, DNA-wise, it came from you, right? Yeah, as, as in a, a human, right? As You're a talking human. talking about human, okay. What is the difference from... Don't call me. Don't call a daughter and husband. Or sorry, husband. A daughter and daughter husband. or son. Okay. From an adopted child. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you call them? Why do they call you dad? They so would you say yeah. the same thing to somebody that said, "This is my adopted son, adopted daughter." Don't call him my daughter. No. Don't call him your daughter. That's They're an not adopted. Yours. That's an adopted human. No DNA. Nope. What is the difference from an adopted child? And and again, I mean, I'm not. Comp- yeah, yeah. I mean, a human and a and a pet. We're all living 
creatures, right? Yeah. So, I, I mean, I just was thinking of that. You know, if that, it comes down to DNA, an adopted child does not, but would you love so, them any different? Yeah, absolutely. And that did come up in the discussion. Uh, they did say, you know, you didn't birth them. And I was like, well, you know what? If I could, I fucking would. Because uh, at this point, I fucking love my dog. That if I could fucking birth her, I would. And it doesn't matter what what the uh, consequences is uh, are. Um, I still love that animal nonetheless. And we foster a lot of animals. And I keep a wall uh, between me and the animal because I try not to get attached. Uh, but many times that wall's been broken down or it thinned. And then I got very close. And it was like, okay, we need to get this, this animal, this dog out of here before I gain that attachment. And I want to start training it. I want to start... Uh, uh, taking it on hikes, you know, I'm gonna ba- basically puppy nap this this animal. It would be like fostering a, a fostering a children. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, you same know, thing. you want to adopt them all. Like, hey, you're you fit in with the family. Let's let's adopt you. I was thinking we should adopt you, and they're like, oh my god, thank you. And then comes the 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 trials and tribulations. But um, yeah, that was a great great interpretation, shake and bake. That was awesome. Yeah, I mean, it can come down to not only. Uh, adopted children, but it can also be stepchildren. You know, mm-hmm. stepchildren, adopted children. They, if your logic is you did not birth them or they have none of your DNA, I'm sorry, that's that's bad logic. If that is what it is, and if you're saying that it's well, it's an animal, it is still a living thing. Yep, it feels, you know? it loves just as much as we do. What do you have to say, Luca? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it goes back to the whether somebody feels that an animal is uh, something you own versus something you love and teach and care for. So it just goes back to your own point of view of how you grew up around animals and how you treat those animals and, and care for them. So yeah, some people are okay having just a backyard dog that they feed and you know, water and it's there to protect the home. Whereas, mm. you know, you wouldn't do that to a child. Yeah. Yeah. No, you are afraid to leave them home alone because they'll probably, you know, there's a robber that might come in and abduct you or uh, you're going to burn the house down. You'll, you'll be there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you can go back to going back in the day. It's um, dogs and stuff on farms, right? It was just, Basically, I mean, honestly, it was like you were a farm tool. That's what you were. Just yeah, like and, the tractor. And the cats. Just like the plow. And the cats, too. And yeah. You are a tool to keep the farm going. Yeah. You're supposed so, to keep the, the cats, keep the mice away. Mm-hmm. Uh, dogs. And dogs herd yeah. the, the cattle. That's that's just what you do, whether I'm riding on a horse or you're herding the cattle. Mm-hmm. You have a job. And when you cannot perform that job anymore, it's just like any other here. farm tool, you're just out. Yeah. Old um, yeller style. Yeah. And I think that old, that way of thinking does change things. And it's sad because it is still a living thing, mm-hmm. um, but they don't develop a relationship with it. Like you said, you build a wall yeah. um, to it. And I will put this into context. Um, uh, when I was being raised, we had dogs. But like you said, they always stayed outside. Uh, anytime they were inside, it was for a brief moment because it was raining or snowing or the weather permitted. 
um, and then the rest of their lives were chained up in the back in the backyard or roaming in the backyard. Um, one day the dog got out, bit somebody. We had to put him down. Uh, the other dog uh, ate its its babies, so we had to give her to the pound. Um, another one ran away, you know, quote unquote. I don't know what really happened. Um, so I never developed that sort of relationship with dogs. I didn't understand. And then coming into your guys' home, like Romeo had to basically say, "Hey, this guy's okay." He was he was the go ahead. And then understanding how that process worked and how you guys cared for your dogs, it really opened that up to me. And then your cats upstairs, you know, me and Shady. Shady got along so good with me, and uh, I do miss her. Uh, So opening my eyes up to that really got me ready to, uh, in in the future, get a dog for myself and my wife. And we're not going to have kids, you know, in in this near future right now. And the next best thing is a dog. And... Or people do plants, too. And I, I brought that up. I was like, you know, people name their plants and uh, care for their plants like they are living children. And we don't understand that. I, personally, I don't. But I don't question it because that's their mindset. I don't want to. I just I just accept that you feel this way. And that's that. I guess where, for me, where was that question and feeling going? Like... There wasn't a question or feeling. I just want to let you know. No, 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 not you. Oh, but okay. when it was asked <laughs> like, to you, like, don't call him your daughter. Don't call her your daughter. Oh. Um, why was that? Yeah, like, why what? was that offensive or why was that a problem? Interesting question. Um, it w- I At first, I thought it was just like, haha, don't call her that. You know, it's not really your daughter. And I was like, well, she is to me, so that's that. And he's like, well, she's not. And then it got... It got more and more into the in the hole, and I was like, "Well, I don't feel like I really want to discuss this with you because you're not understanding." And the more I try to make you understand, the more you're getting defensive, or the more you're trying to close your mind off to that and tell me what's what. And that kind of ended the conversation. We're we're done with this. Let's not talk about it because we're here to have a good time. So, does this person own an animal? Yes. And is it treated as a part of the family? Probably not. I had something, but I forgot. Like, it just <laughs> it just left. Like, I got distracted, and I was, like, trying to think. I got distracted because my chinchilla is in his wheel, and I could hear his stuff, like, jumping around in there, and it's cracking me up. Okay. <laughs> um, but that was another thing that I was thinking of. Um, what, your chinchilla running around the wheel? Yes, my, chinch- okay. my chinchilla. <laughs> little poncho. My little poncho. And I guess that's where I was going with that is when I was questioning where, for me, it would be more, I guess I'm curious. I don't get defensive. I get curious. Yeah. As we all do. Why are you asking this? Why does this bug you? Yeah. And I would have dove more into that of why does this bug you? That is a, that would have been a really good question. I could have, uh, turn the tables on like why is that offend you me calling my dog my daughter he he might have told me but maybe my mind was blocked off because i was getting upset because he was understanding but also well, because you took it personal of course i take everything personal. yes i know yeah so okay okay if you if you met somebody who was so down to earth very nice but they treated their dog like they it was a dog not a part of the family would that change your uh look on that person 
Well, because dogs eat food. <laughs> what? La, La Vida Loca. There is a commercial that is about food. Um, God, what kind of food is it? Do you is remember? It Purina? It's a farmer's dog, like natural home cooked style food. Okay. So, yeah, explain. It's just a stupid commercial because this guy's like, well, duh, dogs eat food. And so this is food. This is what I should be feeding my dog. It's just, it's annoying. So he's oh, just it was, to annoy the, the person was feeding his dog natural, like, top of the chain, bougie food. Yeah, basically implying that, like, dog kibble is not dog food. Oh, okay. Yes, so all the dog, the bags of dog food that millions, billions of people feed their fucking animals. Now, like, this fresh, real food, like, plant-based meat, um, shit you stick in the refrigerator, is what you should be feeding the animals. Well, the commercial, the guy it's, the, the point is, the guy says, well, Oh, it dawned on me. Dogs need food. And it's the way that he's saying it is oh, like you never fucking fed you your fucking animal. Idiot. Yeah. Like what what are <laughs> you so, doing? Like you never so gave your dog a chip? Drives Loca fucking crazy. Because she's Bitch and Loca. Loca. Yeah. 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 So she's like, you fucking idiot. So I just it cracks me up. That's awesome. But that, that is funny. I mean, but then I look at it and I'm like, well, yeah, they eat the same fucking kibble every day. That'd Bullshit. be nice My, to. Yeah. But all you're gonna do yeah, is feed no, them the same pouches. You're right, but the more excited you get them about their food, they'll like trick themselves as, "Oh my gosh, this is the best thing in the world." I've tricked Zola into that. Like, I'm like, "Are oh, you ready for your food? You know, spin down and then sit. What? Say it." Uh, it was just it just brought up a memory of uh, back in the day at a pet store. <laughs> oh, what did Shake and Bake do? Um, oh, what did, what did do you do? Nothing. I didn't do a damn thing. Bullshit. No, it was so a trucker lady came in with her little dog, oh. and yeah, she doesn't she doesn't want to drive alone. No, well, yeah, that's fine, but she was concerned with the food she was going to feed the dog. So we were like, oh, is this good? And I was like, yes, this is good. Oh, this is good. Yeah, well, I don't know if he's going to eat it. And she cracked open the fucking package, handed her, and then tasted it herself to see if that's what the dog would eat. And then gave the dog something. She goes, okay, I guess I'll take this. This was back in the day when you worked at PetSmart? No, a uh, another pet store in California. But you worked there. I did this work there. way back yeah, in the day. This is way back in the day, and that's okay. what the lady did. Okay. She cracked you, you that said, bitch okay, open, got it, got it, got it, tasted got it. it herself, and then handed it to the dog to see if it was going to eat it. I would have been like, bitch, you're buying it either way, because you just opened it. <laughs> yeah, she did. She bought it, because the dog but, ate I mean, it. imagine if but she was still. like, no, I'm not going to get it. I'm like, well, I'm you like, opened well, it. Well, you are. Yeah. Well, no, because we had a return policy. Okay, nice, nice. Yeah. I, I don't know how I would have just thrown it in the back. Just marked it as damaged. Damaged, donate. It doesn't matter. I'm not arguing with this woman. Okay. Yeah, you choose your battles, buddy. Yeah, you at choose this point, your battles. You're, like, you're fucking loca. Yeah, I'm like, nope. No. You're willing to fucking throw that dog food in your mouth. We good. Have you ever done that? Tasted dog food? Yeah. No. Yes, I have. <laughs> you you never did it for like Romeo or Xander or anybody? No. No, he wouldn't. No. <sighs> no way. You did. That's why you're trying to get me to say yes, because you fucking did it. It was a dog treat, and it was a milk bone. <laughs> and it was only half. <laughs> yeah, no. That was back when I was like- Bilbo in, has. I was in seven- Bilbo has I'm sure it. he has. Yeah, even the bacon one. He's like, does this taste like bacon? 
It's <laughs> like, I don't know, taste it. <laughs> <laughs> there are these uh, milk bones that look like, uh, um, oh, fuck, what are they? Pizza rolls. They they have the out outing of like the the bread and the inside was it's like the pepperoni right the pepperonis yeah. yeah and I was like I wonder how this fucking tastes I remember probably trying that when I was a kid and I was like that doesn't taste like a pizza roll <laughs> I was definitely an adult but to be <laughs> to be fair <laughs> it was like supposedly like a chocolate flavored but like animal safe chocolate flavored and I'm like I wonder if it really tastes like chocolate and so. A coworker, a coworker's like taste it, and so I did. It tasted bland. It did not taste like chocolate. <laughs> did it say naturally it was, flavored? She was desperate. She's like, I need chocolate. I need it's chocolate. one of those days. <laughs> Damn clients. Damn. Uh, it probably said like naturally flavored with part chocolate or something like that. Like, no, you can't give dogs that. I don't know. Can they have cocoa powder? No, they can't. No. Then how do they get the chocolate flavor? I think it was some like carob something. I I don't remember. It's all artificial. They were feeding him a caribou. <laughs> it was all Is artificial. McDonald's. <laughs> I want a caribou. No, what was it? A caribou? What the hell did I want? Instead of getting you a a, a motorcycle, I I wanted a wallaby. What's a They're wallaby? They're so cute. They're like a miniature kangaroo. Shut the fuck up. The wallabies are so cute, and you can have them here in Colorado. You can have them. How much do they cost? couple of thousand well yeah it's about the but i would love it i would love it like a dog wallaby like a daughter i would love my wallaby like a daughter if it were a girl (laughs) oh my god they're so cute aren't they so cute oh my gosh (laughs) i want one i want to hug it and squeeze it i'll call him george tend to be smaller (laughs) than kangaroos and walros and can be distinguished by their darker muzzle and paws yeah, he just wants it so that the wallaby can put Poncho in its pocket. Oh, that would be so cute. He'd just carry Poncho, my chinchilla, in his little pocket, and he'd give those cranky eyebrows because he'd be so pissed because the wallaby kept putting him in his pocket. He's like, fucking get back in there. I seen it in my head. It's beautiful. <laughs> Jesus. I, I think you want it so that way you can uh, you can box with it because those those. Freaking! Uh, I'm not boxing a kangaroo. Feet, those feet look pretty strong. Well, they you can box a kangaroo. That's why I brought it up. Yeah, but not a <laughs> wallaby. They're so small. They're tiny. Uh, kick you in the shin. But that is another. That's another thing I was thinking though too is, is it like the name daughter was what upset them, or was it the love that you have for your animal to be able? To have so much love that you would call it your daughter. I you don't know? know. I was explaining to um, across the table uh, of, to a family friend that this is because she has a dog too, and she also has kids, but she loves her dogs and her kids. So I was like, "Oh, we got a dog. That's what we can uh, we have in common. Here's our dog. I'll show you my daughter." And boom, don't call it your daughter. And I was like, "Well, she is. I have papers. I bought her. She could be whatever the fuck I want her to be." You know, so I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm, that's, so to me, I, just, I there's so many unanswered questions. Yes. I, I, I want to have, I almost want to have another episode. Okay. And I would, I would love to invite this guest. Because <laughs> we know who they are. We know who you are. And I would just, I, I'd, I'd like to have these conversations. To, to me, I love deep conversations Absolutely. like this. Absolutely. Um, I don't take, well, you know me. 
I don't take things too personal because mm-hmm. I'm curious. It, it, unless you're like literally trying to attack me, yes, verbally or whatever, it's yes. it's rare. It, I can have conversations and not get emotionally tied up into them. Sure, because I do like to play. I like even here, I'd like to play devil's advocate. Yeah, to to kind of get an understanding of where you're coming at with mm-hmm. this. You know. Mm-hmm. So maybe um, have that person on and have sort of like a the devil's advocate kind of uh, discussion about. Well, more just getting the understanding from that side. Um, for me personally, um, I call them my kids like and I don't even really call them kids because deep down inside, like I don't call them daughter, son, whatever. They're just family. Yeah. It's your yeah. your you know, uh, champ is my, you know, my family. He's very close to me. Um, since he got here and was, uh, we adopted him, he's been very close to me and I love him very much. And I know he would do anything for me. Oh yeah. He'll protect you. And that's the other thing with the animals from, from a dog standpoint too, is cats can give a fuck. They're like, yeah, your dad. (laughs) They're, they're, they're watching. We're walking over your body. Just wondering where (laughs) we're going to get food. They'll eat you. They'll eat you if you're, if you're dead. I don't know. There's some cats that are pretty ferocious and protective. I think that there's. Each cat's their own. They're their own person. They there's so many personalities out there in cats that you cannot mm-hmm. just distinguish each species or breed of cat, right? Not species, but breed of cat. Um, that you can take home and it's gonna be immediately, you know, we're best friends. That shit will take a long time. Well, the cool thing about cats is they manage themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Like they, to... they are very self efficient. And that's compared what... to uh, a dog. A dog, yeah. Yeah, it'll lay there and die. <laughs> If it doesn't know what to do, a cat's like, well, I'll figure a fucking way out. Yep. Like, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to eat you. I'll <laughs> eat whatever children you left behind. Yeah. Um, I'll figure a fucking way. I can hit the faucet and turn that bitch on. Yeah. I can yeah, get my a own A dog supply. would die of dehydration just yeah. not knowing what the fuck to do. Well, there's some dogs out there, too, that will probably escape uh, to do anything to get out of the kennel, the 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 back door or the back uh, backyard. I mean, I think that there's definitely dogs that are, you know, I mean, there's strays that are out on the street that find how to eat and how Absolutely. to drink and survive. I so mean, there's a lot of dogs out there that are strong. I think we we baby our animals totally to depend on us. Yeah. yeah. So they don't have to think about things like that. Do you guys remember uh, the Mexico trip? This is, I don't think we talked about it, but. Uh... Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about it. That, because we this was pre yeah pre Friday night, Friday night banter. <laughs> so when we went to Mexico, we we're looking at uh, oh yeah pre COVID yeah pre COVID we could go yeah, anywhere we can go anywhere do do what do we, we want. <laughs> uh, we saw a stray dog and we fed it something and it followed us for the whole way and I was like, kind of want to adopt it, but it only, probably only knows Spanish. <laughs> I am fucking struggling with this. You man. are you're babying that like I did. Oh, this is, is payback. I consider this payback for that nasty guava shit you gave me yesterday. I'm sipping mine. I nice. wonder if I threw some hot sauce in, it'd be okay. Some hot sauce? Oh, yeah. Go go put a jalapeno in there. Let us Yeah. Sip. Oh, yes. yeah. That tastes like Tabasco. Tabasco. <laughs> fucking La Tapatio. Put some uh, fucking, uh, not crema. What's the uh, other kind of cheese? The queso inside queso there? Fresco. Just do that and fucking roll it up in a tortilla. Dude, you can probably cook with that. Someone did. They filtered out the beans and threw it in a fucking can. Not in a can, <laughs> stupido. 
in the pot or in a, in a pan that you're- What, boil it? Boil it, yeah. With put beans. some beans in this there. This is beans. Oh, my goodness. What do you do with it's a- frijoles in a can. Carne. You could put, put that on carne. Uh, it's just, no. Oh, I'm fucking- I'm, How far are you on there? Uh, Not even halfway? I, I'd want it to be gone. Just chug it right now. No. Chug, chug, no, chug, no. chug, chug. Uh, chug. <laughs> 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 oh, man. But no, um, so I, I guess, like, I don't know, what's what's playing in my head is, and it's going to sound bad, but it's almost like, are you limited on your love? I don't think so. Not for, are you talking to me? No, just oh, in okay. general. I was like, like wait, what? Uh- <laughs> not you. Like, is there a limit? Like, do you have only so much love? And I'm going to give you an example. So we're talking about dogs, cats. Um, I consider living beings. I, I, I love everything. Right. One day I came down and from a high poncho in my basement. <laughs> okay. And poncho, my chinchilla was laying on his side. Uh Oh yeah. So I came down, I looked inside the cage. He was fucking laying on his side and I'm like, and instantly my heart fucking sank like i got so scared i was like oh my god i was like fuck poncho and i opened up the door and and i'm like getting ready to <laughs> what what were you gonna, I was do? gonna give him like fucking cpr i was like all panicking <laughs> i was like holy shit poncho how do you give cpr to an <laughs> i don't know small. but i was gonna try and he, <laughs> he fucking jumped up <laughs> looked at me like what the fuck who invited you into my room I was sleepy <laughs> I mean he didn't tell me this uh, no, but, but I could see it in his angry eyebrows <laughs> that he's like you fucking guy I was sleepy I was so, dreaming you asshole <laughs> Chinchillas, he gets hot and so he lays on his side <laughs> and just let himself cool down or Probably air out air out his nuts <laughs> That dude's got some balls but, on him, man. But I just this day, I I came down. I was like, "You motherfucker, you scared me." I was pissed. Oh, he yeah. was pissed. I was pissed. I was scared, and I was like, <laughs> "Fucking guy, I thought you died." That's funny. And uh, I I just like that bond, though. Yeah. Right. That instant, my heart felt uh like it like it just fucking deflated. Like, yeah. oh my god, it sank, and you're into you're in your yeah. dad. I went like, into gonna... fucking save mode. Yeah. Like I'm gonna save you. Yeah. You know, kind of deal. And now, let, let me ask you this: If uh, and he... he's an asshole, <laughs> he doesn't let me hold him. Yeah, he, he is. If I if I pet him too much, he fucking barks at me. And he bite. He tries to bite yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's no unconditional love for that fucker. No, he hates. He, he, he hates, hates me. He, he hates people. People. Yeah. yeah, he hates people. So that's why. But I was if I ask lay you. down in in here, he'll jump on on top of me. Yeah, he, he wants to bite my ear. He wants to get He's dusty. close to like I don't know. I say a fucking cat. Yeah, he kind of like self serving goes on his own. Yeah, he's uh, gives affection when he wants it. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, fucking guy. Um, yeah, but that brings it to also grief and people losing their animals. Um, I've had several clients say that losing their pet was worse than losing a family member. Oh wow, that, that's a hot take for some people. Yeah, wow. that that bond that it, you know that they have a family member who passes away and they don't grieve as hard or as painful as losing an animal. So it's. <sighs> Well, you figure, and again, it's where does that 
And does it have to be a line with your love? No, I don't think so. Right? I mean, um, but for me, I think there there is some people that there's a line that my love oh, is for Yeah, go ahead. For humans. Like this is like, okay, you have this line. Yeah, you could be sad. But when you put it as a comparison to to grieving, to me, some people don't understand that. And and to me, it's sad. Like, why? Like, why it's a it's a to me, everything has a soul. Yeah. And I love the soul of that living thing, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that also comes down to different types of beliefs. Yeah. You know, some some believe in everything has a soul. It has somewhere to go. It's, it's given into the earth. Others believe like only certain souls can make it to a heaven. You know, there's, there's just, I think it comes down to individuals beliefs. Um, and I think sometimes it's, you're drawing the line yourself of what you can love and what that love, what love is supposed to mean. Yeah. I think it's very difficult watching people, um, see their their pet pass away and uh you know put in a box uh bury it and then that same day they go out and buy a new one as if it's just that easily replaceable and i can imagine not being able to do that i mean fuck if your kid dies you're not going to you know try to get a new one cuz that shit takes time but um some people do yeah i mean it, think about it uh back in the day you know, medieval times, you have an heir, your heir dies, well, pop out a new one. You gotta, I gotta get, oh, another another girl? Well, we gotta pop another one, I need a boy. You know, you just, that's how humans are. And- yeah, and I think that's the, that comes down to the individual, their beliefs, and, yeah. and how they are. And know? this was such a good topic that... I mean, even got us talking, like you said in the beginning, uh, when I brought up to you guys, like, I just want to get your your thoughts. This is like a really good discussion. And I certainly wouldn't have the same feelings I would uh, with a human that I just met. You know, I, I look at people as assholes the same. I'm assholes to them, too. Now that I'm at a retail, I'm just like, you know, fuck all these people. <laughs> yeah. I know, and it is one of those just the same as with dogs. You know, you don't like all dogs. You know, some dogs are assholes. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. But you don't want any harm to come to the animal, just like you wouldn't want harm to come sure. to an absolutely. individual. Absolutely, absolutely. Like, if that dog that I hate runs away, yeah, I'm going to be kind of happy, but I'm like, fuck, I got to go get him. Like, But can't. I will say, I, I do think everything has a soul, but I do flush my fish. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's tough. I do. You just do have an aquarium. Did you find one? Did you? We did bury one that we became attached Aww. to. How'd you? How'd you come to get attached to him? Wasn't was that Lochi? No. It was Lochi. What did Lochi? How did Lochi swim his way into your heart? Lochi was fucking cool, man. What? What made him cool? He would, swim up to the front. he would swim up to the front and he would say hi. Like no matter where he was, like if I put our faces to the thing he would swim up to the front and say hi did he give you the he ate fin? all the uh fucking snails that were growing in the tank he ate all of those oh so he did his job he was very he did his job he also was very friendly and he sociable. came up he just seemed always fucking happy he was very social yeah it was lochi wasn't it man very lochi where did you bury him i don't know i don't know <laughs> you have oh by my friendship tree oh or my wife's 
friendship tree. Loka's friendship tree. That's so cute. You have to show me his yeah, burial. Yeah, Lochi. I'm sure yeah. Zola's pissed on it enough times. He'll probably grow back. <laughs> I'm going to grow a loach. <laughs> but that's very It's sp- going to come swimming so its special. way in like a fucking zombie. That's so special zombie that you had that, that bond with a fucking fish, dude. That's awesome. My love, I I love a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that's... <laughs> For the for <laughs> guests that didn't see what the fuck just happened, he winked at uh, Loka. Loka. That's just, come crazy. on, guys. This is, <laughs> this is a family show, motherfucker. The fuck it, the fuck it is. <laughs> motherfucker, oh, this is dude. a family show. There are kids listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> Mature content. <laughs> um, I, I, I forget where I was going with this, but like humans, <laughs> humans suck, animals rule. Um, Oh, this is another topic. Uh, it, it got heated towards the end because we we tried to just say our piece and let it go. My wife said, "Hey, maybe we can't have kids, and this is our way of uh, coping with that, giving our love to a to an animal rather than uh, foster a child because it'll just be the reminder that you can't have kids. You know, now you had to go find one." And uh, it brought up a, a good topic. He's like, okay, maybe I, he doesn't know our situation. We can we can have kids, but we don't. We just don't want to. And the fact of the matter is, like, you don't want to push that button. You don't want to go that far because what if you do say something wrong to the wrong person, and then they react in a more hostile way? Yeah, no. There's definitely people who um, have animals because they can't have children, and those are their children. Yeah, and they don't want to foster a child because it's not their kid, and you can't have the same love for a kid that's not yours. Well, no. Yeah, you and that, that, that's that's a yeah, exactly. That's a good conversation thing that that person probably feels that you just don't want to like poke that button. Right. I again, I think personally for me, I think you're limiting your love. Uh huh. Um, for me, it's love. For the soul of anything, life, yeah, life. You know, it's it's the soul of life, and good I movie title, you, the soul of life. Yeah, it's a good movie title. We should make that up. Yeah, it's probably out there. Okay, I'll give it a look up. Yeah, but <laughs> I I just think for me that's <clears throat> I just think of everything. Ha- I mean, everything has a soul, and I there's no. I just think you're limiting your love, and there's no reason for it. Um. Every person, every animal has a soul. Every person, every animal has a place. Sometimes you learn that that place isn't yours. And I've definitely come across that with some fosters. Like, damn, you're a really good dog or you're a really good cat, but you're not right for me. Like, like uh, Zola's very dependent. She likes to cuddle. She likes to give love. And I cherish that with every fiber of my being. I love when she comes to cuddle. It makes me so happy. It just fills my heart up with love and and acceptance and happiness. And you try to force that on another dog, and they're like, "Get the fuck away from me! I'm gonna snap at you." And it's like, "Whoa, okay, you're not like that. You're not like my dog." So, oh, I, I, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. I think Loka can uh, dive in a little bit on that with the multiple dogs that we had compared to the one we just lost and Champy. Yeah, there's definitely, I mean, just like people, there's definitely different uh, personalities and temperaments and acceptance. And there was definitely, I mean, boxers are, are my breed and they, 
you know, are goofy and funny and oh, very so affectionate. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> and then, you know, Champy, I, he's he's awesome. I love him. He's a great dog, but he's not affectionate. You know, he's not like anytime I was sitting on the couch, the 60 to 80 pound boxer was in my lap uh, or had their head on my knee or whatnot. Champ is usually on the other side of the couch, and if I start petting him, he looks over at me, he'll get off the couch and go to his dog bed. Oh, really? Has he done that? Yeah, Champ is my perfect dog. Oh, my god! I love Champ. That's Champ so is funny. fucking perfect. He is lazy. <laughs> he doesn't need full-blown attention. He's never in my face. And when I do give him attention, he's happy to have it, but he's also happy to just be left the fuck alone. Yep. And yep. I'm like, I love you, Champ. You're perfect. Perfect. You're perfect for you. <laughs> You're perfect perfect for, for you. But I think Champ Romeo was similar. Romeo did not require a lot of affection and love, even though I gave it to him and we gave it to him. But he wasn't all up in your face. He Romeo, did so. You guys did so much with him, though. You you trained him. Romeo you took was him to, my boy. He like, where'd you guys take him to? Always be my boy. Where'd you guys take him to to train him? And he did his oh, thing. I think Romeo basically had a fucking college degree. <laughs> Yeah, he yeah. had. He, he had literally a, did because he, yeah, he had like he was a habit dog or a therapy dog through there you go. CSU. There so. you go. If you get a dog, you might as well put it mm-hmm. to its its test. He to, went through puppy class. Yeah. Uh, basic obedience, uh, recall. You know, he went through you know therapy, and yeah. So with CSU. So he was yep, pretty same, much went all the way through college. Same college as my wife went to. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's awesome. Yep. Um, but I will say, I will say you had Romeo. Romeo was the one that I came into. He accepted me. So that way you guys accepted me. Uh, Romeo was the first one that I met because he was your second. I never met Xander. Xander was your first one, no, right? Romeo was the first that uh, started it all. Okay. But Xander passed first. He did pass first, okay. but uh Xander came later. So okay. Romeo was the first uh so initially I wanted a Rottweiler. Ooh. And uh so Loca was looking up breeds and dogs and then came across a boxer. Um and I'm gonna get emotional on this one. Um so uh we said, okay, well let's go ahead and go look at uh let's go look at some boxers. And we went into uh a house, she found somebody nearby. We went into a house that had a litter of boxers um, and all uh, they went to feed the dogs and all the puppies ran into the and I actually wanted a runt. I wanted the runt of the litter and a female and all the dogs took off into go get their food. And there was this one puppy sitting on my foot and it was looking up at me and it was Romeo. And I was like, well. Fuck, he picked me. So (laughs) I got him. And when we were driving home, uh, he let out a big howl, (laughs) like saying goodbye to his family. And uh, and then he he came home. (sighs) Yep, you got me, Terry, with the Ah, the foot, man. um, But yeah, uh, so Romeo picked me uh, for him uh, for for us to be his family. And. He was the strongest, most loving dog that I 
I, I think anyone could ever have every anyone that met Romeo was like he was the fucking shit. Yep. Like even uh where my where Loka works, um the doctor said I if I could clone him, I would love to clone Romeo. He was fucking amazing. And nowadays you can, it's just gonna cost you your entire four oh one K. <laughs> well, and even to the fact that, you know, growing up, my parents' dogs were also out in the yard or whatnot. Yeah. Well, there was a point in time when we were transitioning and moving and Romeo was with us. We were staying with my parents temporarily and they knew the dogs were indoor dogs. So they had a kennel area. Well, it got to the point where my mom was inviting Romeo to lay on her bed with the nice satin comforters that even the children can't get on you know i mean he was just he's he was an awesome dog yeah you you get those golden children man and they really leave an imprint on your heart i mean they all do but that one was that one's special yeah because i have two daughters um and they we we only had two daughters and we were gonna uh we weren't gonna have any more children but the name Romeo was going to be for our son if oh, we ever had a son. See. And so Romeo, because we knew we weren't having any more children, uh, Romeo was my son. So yeah. we named him Romeo. That's and very nice. Romeo lived up to his name. I mean, we would walk him to go pick up the girls from the bus stop and children would call out, Romeo, Romeo, and they would just go run over there to him and he loved kids. He loved being around. This dog had so much fucking love that if humans could have a quarter of his love, this world would be a better place. Absolutely. and, And I don't think people understand that. And to ask that question, you know, don't say that about, you know, animals and call them your daughters. I Romeo was my son. Mm-hmm. And there that dog was fucking amazing. Yeah, he was and, a shit. Yeah. And he and, was like, hey, hey, this kid, this new guy. Yeah. And if yeah, anybody cool. if anybody can I, I, I seriously believe that if just a quarter of his love, this mm-hmm. this world would be a better place for any dog, like any animal. If humans treated other humans as much as these animals did just a quarter of the unconditional love that they would have we wouldn't have all the crap that we have going on right now well you have to put in that perspective as well that he he was very loving but he was also very smart so if people had the brain just a fraction of his brain too <laughs> my god <laughs> yes yeah come on man just people are are sometimes very closed-minded and they don't look at things in a certain light and that's that's very very sad because you aren't experiencing what people are what other people are experiencing and you can't say that for someone who's probably mentally not there and you don't understand what they're going through and it's just hard to get through to people like that that don't want to open up their brain or open up their minds to the possibility of maybe this is better but the way my life is is the way I like it. You know what I mean? I do. I just I don't think it um to me it's just if you don't understand that's fine, but don't ask somebody not to do something because you don't understand. Yeah, yeah, don't that's, come off very hostile. Yeah, just, just and I think it was this, and, and and I just think it was based off of what you told me, the situation, things that, you know, there were circumstances that had happened and it was just something that was blurted out for your feelings. 
Hey. Um, it was feelings that were said. Yeah. That offended you. Shh, yes. Yeah. It, it, and it, I don't it, think it was intentional. It was to not. Offend and you. I, I desperately did just bury it down. I was mm-hmm. like, it's, it's, uh, this, I'm glad, uh, they were with family. We weren't with strangers or he, they weren't at a, uh, at a, you know, work function. If maybe someone had said the same thing and he blurted that out to the wrong person, then that would have been a different story. But thankfully, they blurted it to me, and I I know the person, so I didn't take it as personally as I would with a stranger. I I definitely think heated words, more dumb words, would be blurted out. But we we all just I don't know. I think that the fact that this person knows you more personally. Oh sure. I think was more of the I why don't they understand that versus a, a stranger to me if a stranger said why are you oh, treating your dog point. that way good point yeah i would be like oh well they just they see their animal from a different perspective than yeah. the way i see my animal and yeah. that be that and i'd be on my way i mean if if you saw a person kick their fucking dog to get up and you know take a shit that would's a whole different story you know you'd kick that asshole's you know face in don't treat a dog that way and if you see someone disappointing their child you're like oh well they deserved it like it's like i don't i don't understand and some people are, are the opposite too They're like don't don't spank your kids don't slap your kid don't discipline your kids well if i don't or if you don't then i don't know things start going a certain way i don't know like children are just complicated and my dog is very nice and loving and i like it <laughs> yeah i mean again it's you never want to see anybody harm any anything. Any soul. Any, any soul. Again, it's <laughs> the soul, man. Um, you know, it's just the way that I look at things, you know. But discipline's different. I mean, there's discipline in your dogs the same way. You should discipline your, you know, there is discipline for your dogs. There's discipline for children. Um, I mean, shit, there's discipline for fucking adults. That's why we throw people in jail, right? We, yeah, the corrective we, uh, institutions. Yeah. So, I mean, there are those type of things. But again, it's, for me, the way I look at it is everyone it has their own opinion, um, but don't force shit on people. Mm-hmm. So that's the way I look at it. You could believe what you want. You could do what you want. I, yeah. And we can have conversations. Yeah. Don't force your beliefs on me. Yeah. Don't I, don't force it. This is this is a side topic. I was I was with a family. I was staying the night with a family, and they're related to me. And you know, I was getting to know. I was getting to know them, and I thought staying the night would be a good idea. <laughs> it's never a good idea. Um I was we were at we were at dinner, uh we're around the table and they asked me what my belief was. I said, Well, God and I have a good relationship, you know, we I pray and I do what I do with him. He knows me, so that's that's that. And immediately they said, Oh, we gotta save you. I was like, Oh fuck, they're atheists. They they wanted to save me from God and my belief to transition them into their belief. And I was like, Yeah, this isn't gonna go well. I don't know what I got myself into, and I haven't spoken to them since. <laughs> so take that as it may. 
Yeah, and I don't have problems with atheists either. Uh, hey, just don't, don't again push your your beliefs on me, like like you said. You can do whatever you want to do as long as it's not hurting anyone or hurting yourself. A- Amen. There you, you go. know, yeah. as long as you're not hurting yourself or hurting others. I mean, there are ways that you are slowly hurting yourself. Sure. You sure. know, and I mean that's your prerogative. But as long as you're not good song ripping people off harming others and doing shit to continue doing the bad shit you're doing fuck by all means man you do you you t- you you do what you got to do with your you life to make you. you happy that's that's basically how i look at it so so uh taken away from this conversation animals have souls and animals dogs eat food so do people <laughs> yes dogs need food yeah um treat treat your animals the way you would want someone to treat your animal i guess i would look at it because or better yet treat your animal like you would treat your child there you go yeah but if you if you're the type of i mean you guys allow your dogs on the furniture right i mean i remember ducati oh i want to bring up ducati he was uh he was the run of your family right the of the litter he was the slow one of the family. Yeah, just like how you he got wasn't to, all there. Like how you got to that the poor dog was not all there. He, to be fair, he did lack oxygen when he was first born. You know, he had to have CPR. It took him like an hour to breathe on oh his my own. God. I thought he was dead for like ten minutes. He was dead for an hour. Yeah, it took a it took a um, one of the veterinarians uh, didn't give up and continued trying to get him to breathe. And then finally he came. He's a great dog. He was just very goofy. And and you could see in his yeah. eyes he wasn't all there, especially when they were straight. <laughs> yeah. So there was a time that him and I didn't get along and he he was weird. I don't I don't know. And then there was a time that he almost he ate a binky and he almost didn't make it back from surgery. I remember the time he was he was on your lap and I came in. I think this was like day after Christmas. And like I saw him and he perked up and you saw me. I saw his little nub go back and forth. Like, oh, Dookie. And then like instantly we changed. We became best friends. Yeah. He was connected to an IV sitting on the <laughs> yeah. couch day after Christmas. Yep. Yeah. He had surgery Christmas Eve. Yeah. It was, it was great. Yeah. I miss him. I yeah. Miss he dog. ate so much shit that the doctor said we might as well just put a fucking zipper in there. Because <laughs> he literally needed to have a zipper because he ate so much shit. But chances are he'd probably eat the zipper. <laughs> he'd probably eat a zipper off the Somehow stomach. he'd try eating it, yes. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I miss Duke. Uh, he was I'm glad Zola got to meet him and they got to to box back and forth and kind of show her the ropes. Uh yeah, dogs are great, cats are okay, uh depending on who you are, what cat you got. <laughs> Every animal has a soul. Every animal has a soul. Yep. It yes. might not be right for you, but it will be right for somebody. Just don't push your beliefs on other people. Yeah. Let them be who they want to be and call whatever the fuck they want to call their kid or daughter. It's just, that's just the title. The love doesn't change. Yeah. Yep. You know? um, and that can be said about many things, about your car, about your, your motorcycle. Those things are replaceable. But it deep down they just hold a special part in your heart, right? Yeah, because mm-hmm. I have a lot of love, man. Amen. I got a lot of love. 
All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, we're not always this soppy, you know, talking about animals and humans. Yeah, it's kind of a change up for yeah. Friday Night Banter. Yeah. I mean, we did banter. I did drink a fucking can of frijoles. And you finished it. Oh. Can of frijoles. <laughs> That's funny. And we had our special guest, La yes. Vida Loca. Thank you for joining us today. It's been a pleasure having you on. You're welcome. I'm glad I was able to keep you guys in check and make you emotional. Yeah, it, it, I did get Terry. We should have brought the tissue. <laughs> uh, we should have. Yeah, so I appreciate uh, all of you crew for listening this far. We do uh, appreciate you listening to us. Yep. And those of you that listen to us on a regular basis, much appreciated. Yep. And if uh, you did enjoy this episode's banter, I mean, we have plenty more. If you want to listen to uh, any part of the weekday, it doesn't have to be Fridays. Check out our previous episodes on uh, Spotify, Amazon Echo, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We are trying to get out everywhere and, you know, try to keep that banter going, man. Appreciate you guys. Love you to look at. Thank you again. Thank you for the invitation. Peace. Peace.